just finished setting up camp with your friends. That night, you all gather around the campfire, roasting marshmallows and telling stories. A cold midwinter wind blows around the embers, and you hear a strange noise. You brush it off at first as, of course, it's the wind, or just your imagination. Then you hear it, the strange howling, and it sounded close. Very close. You and your friends go to investigate, flashlights in hand. You all go into the woods, looking around. You then shine your light on a figure in the distance, hiding behind a tree. You see that it is quite tall, emaciated, and the smell of dead animal is in the air. It looks at you, opens its strange mouth, and a dreadful noise comes out, turning your blood to ice and freezing you in place. Then it slowly crouches down on all fours and comes running towards you causing you to stumble and fall. All of a sudden, you wake up next to your campfire and you hear it again, the howling. I'd submit to you the tale of the Wendigo. Welcome to Cryptozoomology, guys. This is Drew. And as you heard, today we are talking about what we all know as the Wendy Boys. Today I am joined by the usual. Introduce yourself, guys. Hi, I'm Lorna. You guys and I'm know. Kyle. God, that was <laughs> like I said, it was creepy. Yeah, it was good. Good, was a good it story. Was yeah, I was like, yeah, they're true. It's just sitting here, like, was it good? Was it good? <laughs> it was good. Tell her it was good. She did good. Okay, so I'm sure you guys did your notes on everything, even yeah. though Lorna has everything already. Always. Why don't of you just become? Why don't you just become a cryptozoologist, Lorna? That makes no money whatsoever. I'm not rich enough. I would. That's fair. That's like top but, five dream jobs, but I don't make enough. I don't have enough money. Same, same here. I, archaeology would be mine, but. Have your All husband right, so... start an OnlyFans and then, you know, <laughs> use his money. I ah, subscribe. You yours? Uh, once I come up with a good name. All right, so. <laughs> Like, it's been a very long time since I've hosted anything, so it's going to be a minute. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, as I have said, viewers, it is listeners. many of you 90s listeners, viewers, same thing. <laughs> as many of you listeners may have noticed with my little intro there, that was a subtle nod to a very old show from the 90s for most of us which was Are You Afraid of the Dark, which actually did have a fun episode about that, but didn't cover too far. I wonder so today, why. I mean, huh. <laughs> dude, the closest I got was a corpse in the pool, and that was scary enough for 90s kids. Imagine if they did a Wendigo, we'd be all crying. That's what I, I wanted. Mean, X-Files. Right, X-Files did do oh, one. X- yeah. X-Files thing used to scare me. Man, X-Files... <laughs> a lot of the sci-fi shows did stuff. There has been nods in X-Files. Um, I've heard many stories from native tribes, like native friends and all that. Uh, Borderlands 3 has actually has a boss for their uh, Horror in the Woods DLC. A uh, very popular game. Most people will know uh, Until Dawn. There is a Wendigo in it. I have seen the gameplay. And there's actually a YouTuber who did it did the makeup as she was playing the game. It is terrifying. Oh, nice. I want to play Until Dawn. Oh, right. How can I forget my favorite show, too? 
Supernatural has done it several times, and mm-hmm. uh, they've only done it once. They've done different variations. Sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong show. That's okay. But they did it once, and they it. did it well. Yes, and let's not forget Teen Wolf has done it several times. Still haven't watched Teen yes. Wolf. And how they how they did. I thought they did Wendigos too. No, they did oh, Wendigos. Yeah, it was just a different yeah. version. I was thinking about something else. Yeah, true. It was just like, wait, what? Yeah, it was yeah. it was really interesting how they did it because uh, what you see for most uh, Wendigos is a deer skull with horns, or my phone is slipping. Uh, uh, they're very emaciated, like very fairy Tall, skin and bone. Uh, yeah. But for what Teen Wolf did, they had like the sharp teeth, the white eyes, which I understand and they're not trying to go. Nature. They're trying to be their own thing, but also respectful at the same time. They still ate people. Or Yeah, it was kind of terrifying. But it's actually really interesting because, uh, going to notes now, the Wendigo is part of a traditional belief system from several main tribes, including uh, the Salto, the Cree, the Nascapi. The Inu, and I'm probably going to butcher this one, the Ojibwe. Ojibwe. Ojibwe, Ojibwe, thank you. You got it. And several Algonquin-speaking people, because this is uh, a major legend in them. And being Native American, I've heard it being Cherokee. I've heard it growing up, like, just here and there. And this thing is terrifying. I will tell you that much. Um, But I'm going to let you two go ahead with your notes as I try to make sure I've got the right everything. So I'll interject here and there because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to go back into like the descriptions of them. A lot of times the, the you know, the deer head with the huge antlers, the more yes. monstrous look, that's kind of a more of a, and I've actually talked to Kyle about this before. It's much more of a romanticized look to them because yeah. they're actually, a lot of the descriptions that you hear are the skeletal human form with like no lips, jagged teeth completely emaciated like the ash gray skin but you also have a lot of uh like instances where they are the giant they are so huge because they grow with every meal that they eat yep therefore not being never being satiated that's what uh borderlands did their wendigo was the deer skull but this like giant monster and I'll tell you, it's like, I love those games. And I knew something spooky was going to happen, but this thing just dropped out of nowhere. I threw my controller. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, this stuff doesn't scare me as much because I love these kind of things. But when I think this dropped, I, I threw my controller in bed and walked off. Well, I mean, like, like I said, they, it's supposed to be a monster. Like, this yeah, is that's cool. a legend that is a monster. This yeah, is- it was just, I was like, what the fuck? And I only recently really got into studying the Wendigo. Like I had heard it every now and then. Like, oh, that's actually kind of a scary sounding monster. But as, yeah. as like the, I guess the last couple of years when I was, is when I really got into everything and just reading the Algonquian, um, hello kitty, the Algonquian uh, legends and their descriptions of it. Like it's a supernatural actually got it right. Yeah, I, they don't get they get a lot right, but they get a lot wrong. But they, yeah, they got do. this one right, and like down to the imitation of like mimicking human voices. 
Like, yeah, that's, that was beautiful. They got this right. I think that's what scares me the most about them. That and uh, Skinny Boys. Like, that's like how they can mimic that. And just, you're never know, sure what it is. Because I've seen, I've seen so many people make, like, stories. Like, uh, your mom's calling you, but then she stops you right in the hall. Like, that wasn't me. Oh, yes. Like, so, that's a good one. like stuff like that. I love and hate that. And it's just like, oh, my God. Uh, Kyle? Uh, I guess Lauren is done. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Wendigo or, yeah, Wendy Boys. I, but it, it, if, we're, if we're talking about, like, on this, you, you can say the. Yeah, for unlike Drew, I am a basic white boy. I don't think I have any. <laughs> hey! I don't think I have any native blood whatsoever. I could be wrong, but I haven't looked into my family line that much. I, I know I'm Irish, so. Same. I only know because my, my dad constantly told me, like, on these tests, you are not Caucasian. You are native. I'm like, okay, hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I've heard a little bit here and there because uh, my sister-in-law is native, for, is mostly native. Uh, one of my former best friends is mostly native. So I've heard stories now and then. But uh, most of my research has been the TikTok videos, Supernatural, and then uh, okay. the case study that I'm obsessed with. What are you? <laughs> so I'm You're, just watching Lorna down here. Right, Lorna? I'll tell you guys after. Okay. <laughs> All I see is her face. Was... <laughs> yeah, she. I'm sitting here talking. I look at her. She's talking to somebody. <laughs> and... Oh like, yeah. I kind of. I'm glad that we're an audio podcast, but at the same time, I'm a little sad. That... Yeah. <laughs> that's why we have. That's why we have the Zoom call so we can watch each other. That sounded weird. I'm sorry. I mean, we get to interact uh, with each other just. A little yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <sighs> It's, I, I knew there was going to be a lot to this, but, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, we're not only talking about Wendigos, we're also talking about the Donner Party, which was the yeah. very first instance of a Wendigo, uh-uh. as, well as, as well as the story, the tale of the Wendigo. Uh-huh. I thought, no, that, that's just a theory. Uh, that's theory, yeah. sorry, it's a theory. Okay, that's right, sorry. Theory. Thanks I, for swear, I swear, I <laughs> swear. That's so, a theory. Basically, what it is, it's a mythological creature or evil spirit that originates from folklore of First Nations in East Coast Forests of Canada, the Great Plains, uh, Great Lakes region, which that one I can understand. There's um, a lot of stories out of Wisconsin and Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I've I had a friend from Wisconsin. Luckily, he never told me anything because, well, he was an idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, he... he <sighs> He didn't like to do the spooky stuff. That's what I mean by that. Oh, and it's like I have boring. Yeah, pretty much. Boring. He was, he was he was a best friend in high school, and yeah, fun story. I'll tell you that one afterwards. Uh, but yeah, it's grouped in like a modern ethnology. And it's just it's kind of interesting. It's said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as Lorna said, a human like a creature with human like characteristics, which can also, and this is why we don't want this to happen. Possessing human pe- human beings. Human people. We're out of the region. Yes. Only only an alien calls it when uh, human people. Oh, swear to God. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, known to invoke feelings of insatiable greed slash hunger. So technically, if we were talking about that, 
going for comic book graph here, couldn't the orange lanterns be counted as those? Because greed slash hunger. Yeah, but isn't there only <laughs> one orange lantern? Yeah, that's what I was meaning. I said, okay, Lar Larflees does have that kind of look to him, like kind of like very skinny, like sunken in face. So I think comic books went with that way because Marvel Comics does actually have a character called Wendigo. Who's mm -hmm. the Hulk bad guy. Yep. And actually X-Men. Oh, is he X-Men? The Wendigo, the first time I ever remember is, uh, being introduced to Wendigo was uh, Wolverine. I just, I always remember seeing him fighting Hulk. I mean, he is from Canada, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hulk, uh, there's like several people who fought the Hulk. I don't doubt Wendigo was one of them. <laughs> and see, growing up, I thought that that was your basic thing of a Wendigo, white fur, and just like big hulking monster. Then I get looking into the notes, I'm like, no, thank you. Why'd they make well. him look like a Yeti? <laughs> right? Canada. Canada. Blame That's not a Yeti. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this one. There's also the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Going back to those cases we were going to talk about next time. Well, uh, it, I mean, they uh, do cannibalize. And as my secretary is telling me because that's what she wants to act like when she does this uh in modern psychiatry the wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as wendigo psychosis mm -hmm. i knew kyle was gonna say something mm -hmm. uh which is characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh and an intense fear of becoming a cannibal which let's be honest here if, if you don't have that fear you might want to go talk to somebody yeah I mean. well okay I mean... it's <laughs> it's like it, it's like if there's no if that's your last resort and understandable in a survival situation but try to avoid it well now i just had a thought does that mean hannibal lecter had the wendigo psychosis see that's what i was thinking when we when i started reading about all of this i'm like huh i wonder if you know, you know our beloved yeah. cannibal actually yeah. uh has that I never thought about that till now. That's very good. That, uh, yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here because I, I had just posted something on Facebook the other day. And then uh, Lorna and Jeremy both answered and I replied with Hannibal Lecter gifts. Exactly. And it, just, it just hit me like, oh, wait, maybe he had this. Yeah. It's quite possible. Um, trying to remember where all my notes are about this. Well, on the subject of cannibals and cannibalism, um well we all know there's a great taboo on it but yes, you have yes, to think really about is. how many people have survived on it you have the donner party which you're going to be talking about and then you have like <laughs> <laughs> then you have um the uruguayan air force 571 yep. incident with the uruguayan rugby team and they actually made a movie off it called alive so, I mean, you just, you have to think that while it's so taboo, there are situations where it becomes necessary to survive. Uh, there's video games these days, like uh, the Elder Scrolls games. One of their races that you can play as is the Wood Elf, and their whole backstory is them being cannibals, like just 
surviving off the flesh of others because they can. They're hunters. So, you know, it's taboo, but it's not like kicked out completely of society. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's just, it's so interesting. Like, it's going back to last week's episode of us talking about what drives these people to these situations and what is, I don't know, what's your breaking point? What would be, like, you might not even know what your breaking point could be until you're presented with a situation. So it's, I don't know. I just <laughs> need one bad Walmart trip. <laughs> one bad Walmart trip in Southeast, in Southwest Arkansas. <laughs> yep. you're, one, you're one bad day away from being Batman. <laughs> oh, one bad day, oh, yeah. one bad day and several billion dollars and one parent see that's going going on that real fast that's why i always love the punisher like you're one bad day be away from being mean I'm like oh god so um <laughs> there is actually a story that we found so it's gonna be a minute uh one time long ago a big windigo stole an indian boy but the boy was too thin so the Wendigo didn't eat him right away, but he traveled with the boy, waiting for him till he got fat. Um, trying to remember. Where. The Wendigo had a knife, and he'd cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat, but the boy didn't get fat. They traveled too much. One day, they came to an Indian village, and he sent the boy to the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. Just gave the boy so much time to go there and back. The boy told the Indians that the Wendigo was near them and showed them his hand where the Wendigo cut to see if he was fat enough to eat, which that's interesting to me to hear that they do that. Mm, so they it's heard not a mindless the, monster. Monster, yeah. but not mindless. Exactly. Uh, where was I? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I love They heard the Wendigo calling the boy. He said to the boy, hurry up, don't tell lies to those Indians. All these Indians went to where the Wendigo was and cut off his legs. They went back again to see if he was dead, and he wasn't. He was eating the juice uh, marrow from inside of the bones of his legs that were cut off. The Indians asked him to go there was any fat on him. He said, you bet there is. I have eaten lots of Indians. No wonder they are fat. I take, it, I take offense to that. <laughs> the Indians then killed him. I was about to say, that was a little racist. And then, how's that fat? Shape, shapist? Shapist. Shapist. Uh, Indians killed him and cut him to pieces. The end of this giant Wendigo, and I'm just—I've never known 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 <laughs> any stories about that. I was like, that's actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Just they have that they—they they might be possessed or they might have be turning into this monster, but they yeah. still have that that human cognition. It's just like, okay, so how terrified do we really need to be of these things? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like like that's what uh, Until Dawn did. It's like this person was slowly turning into one, and the way they made it look was almost like a uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but like pieces of hair missing, those sunken eyes. It's no. Oh, like, I mean, I it's like, a good progression. I like scary games, but I don't want to deal with that. Understandable. Kyle, Kyle you've been quiet. What do you got? Uh, I need to look something up real quick. One second. <laughs> no, you're fine. Oh, you mentioned game, and I just so, uh, another game made me wonder if it's supposed to be a Wendy boy or not. I. All right, stop. I'm jealous already, Lorna. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm showing off a tattoo. Well, yeah, I'm excited for mine. Good, good. Well, you you 
you've got a lot of points. I've just got one thing that I definitely want to say. Oh, go ahead. Is, anything anything uh, on this, go for it. <laughs> well, a lot of the Wendigo legends could possibly be connected to the growing tension between indigenous tribes and colonizers. Yeah. The colonizers being the monsters in this in this scenario, which is totally like like totally Legible. plausible. Yep. Plausible, that's the word. Yeah, there you go. Legible. And um also I'll if you Maybe. I guess you there you go. Yeah, logical. <laughs> Thanks, Truett. Uh a lot of the times uh you see stories of the window kind of showing up in winter and like during times of famine. So a lot of these indigenous tribes have created a ceremonial dance performed during times of famine to kind of stave off this this creature or this psychosis. So I don't know, just a couple of points that I thought were really interesting. Yeah. Uh, funny enough about this is I can get my computer to work with me. You were talking about the cognition thing. I actually have something about that. Since sorry, new computer, still trying to get used to it. <laughs> I'm just glad you got a computer. Yeah. Yes, we got a computer for Christmas because I got locked out of mine. Truids can't stay charged. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew the password, but I can't remember the password. Uh as Lorna said, it does not need lose the humans human power of cognition or speech and in some depictions make clear to communicate with his prospective victims or even threaten to taunt or threaten or taunt them a specimen of folk story collected in the early 20th century by Lottie Chiqua I don't know how to say it C-H-I-C-O-G-Q-U-A-W I guess. I don't know. I, I'd have to see it to. I'd, I'd ahead, probably just... butcher. Yeah, I'm probably Apologize butchering. for uh, butchering it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Lottie Marsden, uh, an ethnographer of the Chippewas, was from the realm of First Nation, and which ended up with its tool use and the ability to survive partial dismemberment and auto cannibalism. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I think that's going back to the story I mentioned earlier about how he was surviving on just the bone marrow. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I couldn't do, like, it's bad. It, like, I hate it enough that, you know, when I bite my own lip or my cheek or something, like, ugh, anything further than that, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mean, think I'm tasty. I think I'm delicious. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I mean. <laughs> It's you can technically bite your own finger off, but it's just the same as a carrot. So. Yeah. But your brain's telling you your brain's telling you to stop. <laughs> I I saw something about that a long time ago, and it's going back to this cannibalism thing. Like, well, I never thought of that. An auto can like blah, no, thank mm. you. Like again, no. it just goes back to what pushes people to these points. It's just like yep. Like I, I'm very blessed by the gods that I have never had to experience something Same. to this like extreme and I just it, it uh, really feel for those people who have had to go through it like the yeah. Donner Party like the Uruguayan rugby team and family their families were on that yep. flight mm -hmm. yep. so whew, 
That's oh, uh, hearing about this. It's it's a terrifying thing. It really is. Well, Drew, you wanted to talk about the Donner Party since we're uh, getting into uh, cannibalism now and circumstance. Pulled back up on the internet for them because the only note I had. Oh, where did it go? Well, but, while you're looking that up, uh, the video game thing I wanted to look up. Uh, Witcher Three had the uh, romanticized big antler monster, and I thought that was supposed to be one, but it's not. However, what? however, in Witcher Three Wild Hunt, unused material, there was a monster called a Vindigo with a V instead of a W, oh. and it got cut during development, but. If uh, you romance Triss, who is the correct answer to romance, and then you tell Siri, <laughs> you tell Siri about moving to uh, uh, Kovor, she'll comment that she will still comment in the game saying, "Oh, hey, maybe you'll get a contract to hunt a Vindigo or something like that." So, mm-hmm. which the Witcher series has the creatures in it? It just got removed. Uh, let's see. It's supposed to be based off uh I have no idea how to say this. A L G O N Q U I Algonquian. It's supposed to be based off that one's mostly that, that's that where one's the, folklore. That's where the legend comes from. It's it's okay. Algonquian is the, the language, the region. I mean, because if you like the, there's several different ways to say the names, like you've got Wendigo. Wendigo, Wittigo, Wittigo, Wittigo. Like there's different ways that it's written that it's said. It just all depends on the tribe, the region. But you've got that Algonquian uh, language that it came from. Okay. Uh, they had concept art of it, which I'm going to send to the group and then I'll send to Nick. He can use it as the uh, episode picture because it is really nice. Unless, Drew, you have an episode picture. I can find one. Okay. Well, we can I know I can use. I can use the Borderlands when I showed y'all. Yeah. But yeah. I just sent it to the group chat of uh, what Witcher Three was going to use, and I like ah! it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drew saw it. Uh, Drew just looked up and noticed me for the first time. That's why he screamed, well, <laughs> and I mean... his phone dropped. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet, so oh, there it is. Here we go. Let's see what this thing looks like. Oh, that's beautiful because yep. it doesn't have the deer face on it. I think that'd be a really good one. I actually, I found one that might be good too. Uh, there is actually a. I was just trying to look because Kyle's talking about the games. I was trying to look up um, the creature. Sky, see if Skyrim ever had anything. Unfortunately, uh, the Forsworn probably be yeah. the closest. Yeah, and they had a mod without for modding. The newest one. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you how much of an influence, like a lot of indigenous monsters and legends have, even today. So it's just it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean you've you got to go into stuff like Sasquatch and. Uh, Oh my goodness, there's so many. I am, I can't, I've just blanked on all of them, except for <laughs> Sasquatch. But you have to think Whoa. like where these names come from. So yeah. even today we were talking about Arkansas versus Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> the names. 
So, so I was just looking but, at the uh, uh, my Connor argument Party. for Arkansas versus Kansas. Arkansas was first. Yes, Arkansas. We were was here first. first. We were named first. You yeah. should be called what Kansas. <laughs> it's just so, so found... funny. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's I was fine. just gonna say that it's funny to some to talk to somebody who's not from the states to be like, why is it not our Kansas? I had a lot of friends who were from like the Dominican Republic or we've I like I had mutual friends who were like from Haiti and it's just like why is it not our Kansas and like yeah coming there's coming a lot Texas, of reasons I, I always thought it was our Kansas <laughs> <laughs> um going back to the Donner party before I forget it turns out that is that not reference eh. <laughs> And in February 1847, almost four months after they set out, the wagon train became trapped. And of the 87 members of this party, only 48 survived. That's quite the, uh, quite the diminished. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Historians are describing it as uh, the episode is one of the most fascinating tragedies in California history. And an entire record of American waste westward migration. Yeah, this happened in 1847, and that's probably the closest, uh, earliest we'll have of them because I don't know when the, the Algonquin started. But this this stuff is oh no, thank you. Uh, so some of the earlier, some of the earlier, well, at least of the Wendigo psychosis, and like even earlier than that. I mean, you have to think they predate to. Um, the French and other English coming over. So, like, there yeah. are some from, like, 1661. Yeah. And it, you just, I don't know. There's a lot that goes back, and a lot a lot gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially after uh, the settlers, quote-unquote, came over, a, a lot of history and stuff, stories got lost. So, yeah. Uh, as a white guy, sorry, our bad. <laughs> My family didn't come over until like the late 1800s, early 1900s. So I have no idea when mine came over. And they were moonshiners in the Tennessee hills. Hell yeah. <laughs> At least my mom's family. My dad's family came over the, or no, my mom's mom, my mom's dad came over in like the early. 1900s almost on the titanic but i'm really glad they didn't because i might not be here yeah. <laughs> that's 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 valid now about that cannibalism subject drew you have the donner party and i can uh, yes i, I can talk do. about uh the uruguayan rugby team incident all right if you'd like i don't have a whole lot because they're the I'm trying to figure out what i'm doing here the it doesn't say a whole lot about them because unfortunately, you know, Wikipedia is going away. Well, I mean, you just give the points. Yeah. <laughs> they I mean, it, it, people. It's it's sad that, you know, that stuff's 10 things you should know. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one thing I see here. It says it was rescued by the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Oh, here we go. I can trust History Channel. Aliens. 
<laughs> hey, I mean, they have the actually really great show on Vikings called Vikings that I love. I still need to watch it. I we are uh, on like season four. Sorry. No, it's what are we talking about? Vikings. Ah, I zoned out. A TV You're fine. show. Go ahead, ah. Drew. <laughs> Don't get me started on Vikings freaking epigraph battles of history. Okay. So I don't want to subscribe history. Thank you. History Thank you. channel. We are poor, but we will we will take sponsorship. Well, no, their their website it's free, but it's like I don't I don't I'm barely gonna use you. Yeah. Okay, so I swear my computer. Thank you. Every time I'm about to read something, a pop-up happens. This so, is why you write down your notes. Just saying. Sir. Sir. Kind of hard with the new job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so, happy for you and your new job. Yes. I am. It's so much fun. I love every minute of it. But like, now, talk about people yeah. eating other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they travel on the California Trail with a tight schedule. Uh, immigrants needed to head west late enough in the spring for there to be grass bill for their pack animals because it's understandable. Because without that... Your animals are going to start dying. And hello, transportation. That's transportation. That's like, you know, emergency, if you emergency don't, food. Yeah, if you don't have the animals when you get to your the, the place where you want to settle, how are you going to, you know, tend your land and get yep. your farm equipment to work? Because there was no such thing as engines back then. Nope, not yet. Why not everyone should play Oregon Trail. No. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I, I have enough bad memories from that gameplay. My sister, oh my god. Also, hi, Aaron, if you're listening. <laughs> I loved Oregon Trail, but I hated it so much because you always got dysentery. I'm like, that's not fair. I mean, and, and it's I never, true. And I, yeah, I never realized how true the game was until I mm-hmm. actually played it, um, or until I got older. Sorry. Yeah, they also had to leave early enough to cross the treacherous Western Mountain Pass before winter, because as we know, mountains get... What the... What? I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm acting a fool on video. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. Go ahead, Drew. Impactful uh, mountains. It, it's if fine. If we ever I, get the YouTube channel, y'all get to see all our idiocy. It's sorry, fun. it's me also winding down after work, so... That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, they had to do this before winter because, as we all know, traveling through mountains in the winter is very bad. Uh, there could be like frostbite, eventually leading to cannibalism and all this. And it's just, it's a lot of terrifying things. I mean, it's. Apparently, they the, fell behind. Uh, sorry, sorry. I was just, I saw no. it's called the Forlorn Hope. The members of the Forlorn Hope. I appreciate any buttons. I don't care. Uh, they fell behind the schedule after taking an untested shortcut, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I was about to ask. I remember one podcast I listened to saying they had a guy that kept swearing up and down. He knew where he was going. And then he took him to a, sh- a supposed shortcut. And that's where a yep. lot of the problems started. Yep, right there. Exactly what you're talking about, Kyle. I just got to it. In 1846, however, a dishonest guidebook author named Lansford Hastings was promoting a straighter and supposedly quicker path that cut through the uh, Wasatch Mountains and across the Salt Lake Desert. Uh, desert. 
And this all happened after reaching Wyoming, which most California-bound pioneers follow the route that swooped north through Idaho before turning south moving across Nevada. There was just one problem. No one had ever traveled this Hastings cutoff with wagons, not even Hastings himself. Despite the obvious risk and against the warning of James Kleiman, an experienced mountain man, the 20-time daughter party wagons elected to break off from the usual route and gamble on Hastings' background. The decision proved disastrous. The immigrants were forced to blaze much of the trail themselves by cutting down trees, and they nearly died of thirst during a five-day crossing of the Salt Desert. Rather than saving the time, Hastings shortcut in uh, nearly adding a month to the Donner's party journey, which they're actually... Uh, they're called the Donner Party, also the Donner Reed Party. I've always heard it as Donner Party. I never Same heard here. Donner Reed. I say I was like looking these up. That's what I was realizing too. Uh, things get shortened over time. This was quite a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, it just goes back into those extreme situations, like the Uruguayan team, the Uruguayan yep. uh, rugby team. There's they were. Uh, in the Andes with no, like, of course there were rescue attempts, but in the snow for 72 days, 72 days. So yeah, that's insane. There are obviously not everyone survived. And so they had to resort to eating other members of the flight just, just to survive. And it, I mean, a lot of the team and a lot of the, the passengers being Catholic, they feared damnation from yep. consuming fle- the flesh of other humans. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do to survive. You, you have to do what you have to do to survive. And the fact that people, that people did survive to tell this story is incredible. Yeah. So. I mean, that's like, that's like my dad telling me like, um, growing up native, I've told him I would never hunt because I don't want to hurt animals. Let's we'll say, There'll be times where you have to, you need to do what you need to do to survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of survivors, uh, this, this is what I was making the faces about for this. Most of the immigrants that were a part of this party were children. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the 81 people who became stranded at Truckee Lake, more than half were younger than 18 years old. Six of them were infants. Yeah. And uh, uh, I found this one out. And this is, I, this is one of those moments where I wish I could go back into history, like, and for travel through time and just talk to these people, especially in high school when you had these reports to do. One of the survivors was one-year-old Isabella Breen, who, who lived up to 1935. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, I want to see, I want to go back and talk to these people. That's why I wish I knew somebody who knew something about these. But, you know, no. Some of them actually did manage to uh, hike, to, hike to safety, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So I love just... how... Go for it. I love how Lorna already knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> I read and I research. The... I did very good papers in high school and college. The mom, the mom powers activate. <laughs> no, this is just, you know, uh, history, like, overachieving kid. Yep. No, okay. Uh, talk, you were talking about Forlorn Hope. I just found something. 
Okay. During the Forlorn Hope expedition, the hiking party included a pair of Indians named Salvador and Luis, both of whom who had joined up with the Donner immigrants shortly before they became snowbound. The natives refused to engage in cannibalism, and Salvador and Luis ran off out of fear that they might be murdered, murdered once the others ran out of meat. Mm. And they honestly, Indeed. they probably would have been. Yeah. Oh, here's where it gets... When a duo was found days later exhausted and lying in the snow, a hiking party member named William Foster shot both of them in the head. The engines were then butchered and eaten by the hikers. Well, then. Yeah, it was the only time during the entire winter that people were murdered for use as food. So was everyone just volunteered like, hey, you can eat me next? The short straw. I mean, that's right? what it's feeling like. And not all the immigrants engaged in cannibalism. Uh, some of the yeah, that's uh, a beautiful lake. Some of the party with the party. <laughs> Sorry, that would just caught me off guard. I can, I can, hit, I can ignore or like you know bypass the lump. But I'm just like, that's a beautiful lake. It's it shows a picture of a uh, Truckee Lake, and I'm just like, oh, that's beautiful. I'm probably saying it wrong, but I'm saying it what it looks like here. That's fine. <laughs> it's, That's fine. it's so horrible. All these people were eaten, but look all these at this people lake. were eating each other. But look <laughs> at this pretty lake. It's beautiful. We're just gonna vandalize yeah. the picture of this lake here. It's like have like have a resort like like uh like like this this is where the Donner party. This is where they all had cannibalistic attitudes and everything else. Oh, and by the way, look at this beautiful lake over here. <laughs> Just have a sign for the lake. We'll be glad to meet you. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> it actually kind of gives me uh, vibes of uh, Camp Crystal Lake right now, how it's looking. Oh. Could be inspiration for the story. Could it be? You never know. I mean, uh, you never do know. Well, except for the fact that Jason never ate anybody, but. That we know of. I yeah. know he didn't. He <laughs> was already dead. <laughs> Kyle, what you know and love about ah. Godzilla movies, Drew knows and loves about Jason. <laughs> Pumpkinhead, Jason, Freddy, love Michael. Freddy. Don't get me started. All right. Uh, it wow. says mm. we'll have to do like a slasher special for Halloween or something. Please. I call scream. Dibs on Pumpkinhead. I will do Evil Dead. Hell yeah. Well, Ooh. even the Pumpkinhead's a demon. I'll figure out something. Look, there's a lot we can do, but uh, we'll yes. talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says, as our supplies dwindled, the Donner immigrants stranded at Truckee Lake resorted to eating increasingly grotesque meals. Hmm, this hurts me on an emotional level. They slaughtered their pack animals, cooked their dogs, gnawed on leftover bones, even boiled the animal hide roofs of their cabins in a foul, into a foul paste. You, I mean, you've, like I said, like we've all said, you've got to do what you got to do. The yep, yep. the passengers on the flight tried to eat leather and cotton from the uh, plane seats, but it was just making them sicker. So yep, several people died from malnutrition. Yep, it's just I don't know, and it kind of goes back into the point of the Wendigo stories kind of showing up during times yeah. of famine, and it, is it honestly? the monster or are these people trying to not necessarily justify but make i don't know and not it's not make light either i'm blanking on what it's supposed to be 
just trying to give an explanation or no a scapegoat there we go yeah that's scapegoat. make that's a good scapegoat word. out of the oh Wendigo. no uh oh uh oh for our only listeners two. drew just covered his face only two okay. families made it through the ordeal intact yep it's insane mm-hmm. it is what uh, these one... people went through <laughs> One uh, one rescuer actually led nine of them out of the mountains. I just I I'm getting off this because I can't imagine this. Oh my god! I mean, I know it was bad, but I didn't know it was like that bad. Yeah. Oh man. There's okay, no getting off a big the, part of history. Yeah. Um. I think what we should do next is like the references of Wendigo. Because that's a okay. whole thing. You're the Go host. By all yeah. The I'm host. Sorry. I'm trying to get my mind out the daughter party too, because Jesus. Uh, it's rough. Um, it was. And I, I mean I knew about it, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, no, thank you. Oh, Drew, you want to know something really messed up about the Donner Party? Go for it. There was a comedy musical movie made about it. Made by the people who went on to create South Park. Of Why course. am I not surprised? Why am I surprised? <laughs> Wasn't there oh no, I'm thinking of Mandar Pig. Never mind. At least <laughs> At least with the Uruguayan incident, like the movie Alive was critically acclaimed and they actually, one of the passengers, one of the athletes that was on the flight actually did a lot of work on the movie and was like there as, was there so as they kept a, it as true consultant. As... Nice. Um, yeah. Trying to think about I forgot what I was gonna say. I really did. That's okay. I mean, we've kind of we've talked, we've covered all yeah, that I can remember about it. <laughs> yeah, like next, I guess the reference is really the only thing next because there's there's so many. Well, you have uh, stories that are passed down for centuries. You have people who have had their own experiences. You've had people that I don't know. D- make them into either really good movies or really bad movies, which I have not yeah. seen Antlers yet, and I just I'm so mad at myself for not seeing Antlers yet. We need but to go see I, that one. It's I think it's streaming now. Ooh. So uh we'll have to we'll have to get into that and uh I was just because it was done by Guillermo del Toro, so I'm really excited about that mm-hmm. and his vision because the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth has been one of the very few monsters creatures that has just, like chilled me to the bones. So I'm the excited. things he created for Hellboy, oh, they were so good. Absolutely beautiful. So yeah, I hated I mean, that we never got the third Hellboy movie, and we got that terrible reboot. I haven't seen it yet, so it's terrible. Uh, we'll, we'll go into that. I'll just I'll <laughs> message you like I message you with Godzilla. All right, <laughs> bye. God, I'm looking up the movie and just, oh boy. Conclu- you do you want to go into <laughs> conclusions before you get onto in, into a wormhole, a rabbit? No, hole? I'm good. We're gonna, I'm just going to talk about the comic book real fast, and then okay, okay. What? I've never heard of the movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Gotcha. Lauren and I Jeremy think- and I have been following the movie for a while. I was like, I've heard about it, but I didn't know it was like going to be an actual thing. So I was like, what is Ant? I was like, oh my lord. It looks beautiful. <laughs> it does. It really does. 
Guillermo just does beautiful work on everything. He really does. He does not get is he does not get the credit that he deserves. No, no, he does and not. Hollywood needs to get off their butts and let him do his HP Lovecraft movie. He's been wanting yep. to do Mountains of Madness forever. I, I would love to see an HP Lovecraft. I really would. I want to see what he would do. I, I, it's a weird combination, but as you know, it's like that replace all the characters in a movie with the Muppets except one, <laughs> which I love. I love the uh, Army of Darkness one, but you know, I want to oh, yeah. see oh, what Guillermo, hello. I want to see what Guillermo would do with uh, like something like Labyrinth, Labyrinth, because yeah. the fireies from Labyrinth, Lab- from Labyrinth terrify me to this yes. day. So oh, I took just- other heads and. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, no thanks. I'm making, no, I'm making sure I'm talking about the right ones. Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. No yeah, thanks. same here. <laughs> I, got I would just want to see. That. I'm just curious. Okay. Off on a tangent. Uh, Sorry about that. Go on, Drew. Let's talk about that's, 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 that's us. That's us. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what makes this podcast interesting. Yeah. At uh, least so we think so. Oh, yeah. According to the comic book version, and as Kyle said earlier, uh, he was first introduced in The Incredible Hulk number 162. Wait, go I, know, I know yeah. I've seen him mostly in the X-Men. Uh, apparently, it is not one specific person, but instead the manifestation of a curse that can strike anyone who commits an act of cannibalism in the Canadian North Woods. There you go. They actually followed that lore pretty close. <laughs> originally, only one person can be on Wendigo at the time, which has led to Wendigo being cur- cured if another person was struck with the curse. Huh. In later years, it has been revealed that a pack of Wendigos lived in the Bering Strait. Oh, no. It infected the Hulk once. Nice. Turning him into a Wendahulk, even though he was cured, although that would have been kind of cool to see. Huh. Yeah, it's 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 so trippy. Uh, apparently, the Yes. It had superhuman physical abilities due to the curse. Yeah. Gotta love what comic books can, mm-hmm. you know, do to lore and just fly with it. Yep. And it's it was a curse <laughs> that any anyone it causes anyone to ingest the flesh of another human while in the Canadian wilderness and transform into the Wendigo. I mean, I mean it's not it's not far off from you know all the other stuff that we've been I mean, been you mostly about. see them in the, in the northern states, so Canada counts. Well, even though it's not straight, still. MCU, when you going to put him in a movie? I mean! <laughs> uh, I, I would, I mean, I already like my MCU movies, but I would actually like to see that. I want the Hulk to come to MCU, finally. Huh? huh? I want Hulk to be, because he's His... not, he, like, for us to finally have a Hulk MCU movie. Oh. oh, I don't think yeah. he had that. one. But yeah, we don't no, talk he doesn't about have that any. one. I wish. No, no we got well, one. Just the guys, one. It was like the second MCU movie with uh, Edward Norton. Oh yeah, okay. Um, right. Conclusions before we tangent again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask: Do you guys have any personal experience with stuff like this? Because I sure don't. No, nope. this I, is wild. I unfortunately do not just. Unfortunately, 
<laughs> Look, <laughs> no, I don't have any. I know I'm lame. I'm I sorry. haven't had anything with monsters or cannibalism. I can't I'm say I, I can't say I haven't had anything with monsters. I just I haven't had anything with this particular monster. No, yeah. I have had yeah. no experiences with this particular monster, and I'm okay with that. As fascinating as he is, I'm good. Same here, and it's just. Well, it's just terrifying to see all this stuff. And well, what I mean by unfortunate, I mean like, hi, Lorne, you are really close. <laughs> <laughs> I am Unfor- observing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, by that, I mean like I haven't dealt with anything of like the monstrous type, but I've dealt with stories and that's yeah. about it. Sometimes that's how these monsters survive. Is stories. That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, all legends are our stories. Yes. <laughs> They all I mean, started somewhere. Wrong. Nope. And from something. <laughs> Had to all start somewhere. Well, do you have any concluding notes for us, Drew? I do not. Don't eat I have people. Yes, Don't do eat not. people. Remember what we said last week. NH Media does not condone eating of people. Or else the curse of the Wendigo will find you. True, true. Mm-hmm. and that that's i really have no notes but just be careful what you hear out in the woods don't follow the voices and remember kids don't be the white people in horror films we don't do be not first, survive don't be the first 10 minutes of supernatural exactly <laughs> there you go well uh kyle you'll be hosting next week what you yes. got for us i had thoughts about next week Oh, no. I, because all three of us have done a rotation, what about if House now? I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. No longer have um, time, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so I thought each time we do a rotation, the following week, so after Drew's one, the next week, we do a little thing like we have discussed. No host, just we each bring a little small something to talk about. And then pit, the next week after that, we start a new rotation of Kyle, Lorna, Drew, no host, Kyle, Lorna, Drew, no host. I'm down. Yeah, that, I like that idea. That's really good. Okay. All right. So then do, uh, I know we each talked about it last week when Devin was here. Do we want to do the uh, quote unquote supernatural court cases? We each bring one court case that we want to talk about. Yeah, sure. Because yes. I I think I Lord, I got I excited for that. Yes, I, I, I I'm I, gonna have to narrow it down a lot, but I'm down. Just one, just one, just one, just one. Everyone uh, brings just one, and we'll make sure we're not copying or we're not taking doing the same one as each other. So when we yeah, narrow we'll, it down, we'll we'll present it to each other. All right. Well, next week we will be talking about court cases involving supernatural, you know, occurrences. And uh, until then, guys, stay out of the shadows. Bye. Don't, Don't follow the voices in the woods.